electric lens. You are now listening to the best, best friends podcast in the world. Crawford approved the podcast of Barley, Hops, and Friendship. This is the Best Best Friends podcast in the world. I am your host, Tom, a.k.a. the Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Oh, I like that. (laughs) And I'm Dan, and I can't come up with anything cooler than that right now. (laughs) I feel like it's going to be a weekly thing. I feel like every time you're going to come up with something, I'll be like, I'm Dan and I, uh, I like beer. <laughs> nobody got my, uh, nobody got my, um, my reference from last week. My murder, death, kill reference. MDK. Yeah. It was, it was a video game, right? Nope. Movie. See, I, I always think of the video. I thought it was a video game. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it a, a Nintendo game? Nope. Oh, Wes, Wesley Snipes. Sylvester Stallone. Oh, demolition, man. Yeah. Murder, death, kill. Yeah, yeah. there it is. <laughs> you, you see, Tom, I, I didn't know how to use the three shells. I'm yeah, sorry. It happens. It gets the best of us. Um, you didn't have your, you didn't have your sex helmet on. I didn't. No. Um, <laughs> it's the most uncomfortable part of that movie. <laughs> any, uh, any sex scene involving Sandra Bullock would be incredibly uncomfortable, let alone a virtual reality one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we are joined this week by, um, he is a, I would say a craft beer blogger. Um, we're back on our, in our circle of, uh, uh, craft beer, Instagram friends. Um, he is also an experienced coffee roaster. Uh, he is, uh, Al Marone. Is it Marone? Maroney. Maroni. Italians add an extra, extra Listen. sounds to your names. That's what we do. I, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's also known as pints and pucks on Instagram. And I'm a goalie. Wow. I used to be a goalie. Yeah. So it's I got fun. that. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on the show, man. Hey, thanks for having yeah, me. Thanks for coming on. Man. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, it's a uh, what are we? We're recording on a Monday, um, Monday after uh, a weekend where some shit went down. Um, uh, a new chapter in the uh, Book of Revelations here. Yeah, that we're just following is, on now, as if the plague wasn't enough. Dude, I had to sit back and think. Like, we're six months into twenty twenty. And it is no, like, no, it, we're five months in. Oh, we're five months in. Well, we just started the sixth month, but it's, it's been nothing but an absolute shit show from like January 1st until today. Yeah. From jump street. It's yeah. just been 
oh god it's been a dumpster fire but did you guys see the Ebola thing happening now? Yeah. For, what was it? 40 dead or four dead? Something oh, like that. And from in the Congo from a, a new strain of Ebola. And uh, the earthquakes at Yellowstone. Oh. Basically, the world's most dead, deadliest volcano is right Su- under Yellowstone. Super volcano, Dan. Super yeah, volcano. The, the, sorry. Super volcano mm. is right under there. And now they're they're saying that they're getting uh, earthquakes so oh, good. So we got that going now. Yep. We're in the end days. So, um, you know, live it up people. Yep. I mean, that's I don't not, know if we're going to make it to our one year anniversary of this podcast here. I don't know. <laughs> um, but that's where I'm kind of like, I, now I, I get the looting, you know, that's going on. It's because it's like, <laughs> you know, fuck it. You know, we, we got maybe a couple months left. I, so live it up, man. That's it. Yeah. Throw a couple bricks through windows. Who knows? Yellow. Um, but anyway, you know, as of today, the world is on fire. Uh, well, at least America's on fire. Um, there's some countries that are just always on fire. That's like the norm to them. Um, but this is kind of a new thing for America. Well, not really a new thing, but it hasn't happened in a good like two decades. Um, probably since Rodney King. Uh, uh, 1992. Yeah, I'd say about yeah. that. I, I believe uh, Sublime has taught me the exact date. Was it April twenty second, nineteen ninety two? I don't like know. The beginning Sub- lyrics in one of their songs. Sublime sucks a dick, so I wow, I, I can't wow, get in on wow. that. Come yeah. on, man, it's the summer. No. How can you how can you not listen to a little Sublime in the summer? It's just so so cool, relaxing. It's so lame. They're so bad. It's like all I can You're think. Of, no, no. They have, they have a few good songs I like. What it Santeria and uh, yeah, they're they're garbage. We'll build Um, the road out over here. Go back, go go back to eleventh grade. Throw your throw your drug rug on and and feel like you're really getting into some hard hitting music when you you listen to Bradley Noel. Going too soon. I'm just gonna I'm gonna hit you in the head with a hacky sack. Just gonna throw it throw it across the quad with my frisbee. I can add you to the list of my enemies that I've made on this podcast. (laughs) um yeah so um i mean i don't i don't even know what to say um i don't want to say too much about what's going on because this isn't a political podcast at all um but you know if you're listening to us a majority of our uh, listeners are in america our app tells us 97 percent. we have a couple overseas um but um most of it is in America. Um, and you know, there's some rioting, some people rioting, some people peacefully protesting. It's a whole big to do. Um, yeah, Dan, you kind of cut yourself off from the world for the weekend. So yeah, that going yeah. for you. Yeah. I, um, yeah, I guess, I guess the world was finally bad enough to make me want to go to New Jersey. So <laughs> I, I looked around, I decided I was going to just socially distance myself in New Jersey. And to be honest, the population down there, you really get to see what's really down there off season when you go down and during a pandemic, it's just, it's all locals down there just a ton of lifted trucks and jet skis on the back and everything. Oh, it's awesome. Listen, South Jersey is terrifying. It really is. It's a, it's a hard, it's a hard swamp state. And, uh, I'm sorry that you have to, you have to live in it there, Al. You kind of live, 
right now I'm in a rich part now. Yeah, and you're part. you're teetering on Pennsylvania. Oh, I can see the river from my front porch. There you go. Um, you're about as close, to, and you're you're up near you know the bars and stars area of Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, I didn't want to get too much into it. Um, I, I just think like uh, you know everything that's going on is uh, a little crazy. Uh, let's. Uh, I think everybody should like uh, keep it to the peaceful protesting. Um, you know, this isn't like a whole, this isn't whites versus blacks. This isn't blacks versus whites. It's not, you know, uh, you know, everyone versus the cops. It's, it's basically everybody against racists. That's what it all boils down to. And I think that's what everyone should kind of have in mind is like, it's all, this is all against racism. It's not against any particular race and, you know, out there, but I don't know if you guys have anything to add to that before we move on. Stay safe out there. Just I mean, everybody. I know I've got friends out there on the front lines. I got people who are out there. Just stay safe. That's all I have to say about it. Yeah. Watch I mean, your backs, watch your friends' backs, stay safe out there. I mean, that that's really it. And, 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 you know, I do want to say that, uh, thank you for, for talking about this right off the bat and, and bring it to light. I mean, to have a venue like this and have an avenue to, to talk about it, even if it's just for a few minutes, to get it out there. I think that means, that means a lot. And you know, I was going to talk to you guys and say like, I at least wanted to say something about this. Um, but you know, it, it's just, yeah, seriously stay safe. Um, keep it peaceful. Black lives matter. I mean, that's it. Yeah. That's, that's really, yeah. But you know, that's it. We don't want to get too much into it because it's yeah. not what this podcast is about. But yeah. uh hundred uh, percent more articulate than Zeppi already. Already we've only been in we've we've only been in for about <laughs> just a little little under a half hour and already. Hey, listen, just, don't talk bad about my boy now. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna start saying cherry lot cherry hill lives matter. So so it's uh, funny enough, I met him through Instagram and we haven't known each other for more than a year. And I feel like I've known a guy for forever, which is crazy. He's got that way about him, man. Yeah. He's, a, he, he's, he's a real personable dude. He like really outgoing. Like even when we met him at Stickman, like if it wasn't, if there wasn't a pandemic, I got feeling the guy would have, it would have been a hug time right there. Oh yeah, for oh, sure. I felt like oh, I would have yeah. gave that guy a big old bear hug. <laughs> Absolutely. Big old bear hug, Dan. A little old bear hug. Yeah. A little cub hug. Yeah, I'm only like what, like seven inches taller than his <laughs> girlfriend. Seven? Maybe six. But she's oh, like four eleven. I'm like five foot four. Yeah. Yeah, it's hey, called look, four I'm inches. Like, Let's call four inches, Dan. Okay. Wait, wait, how tall are you? What's that? How tall are you? Five eleven, six foot, teetering. Hey, you know where I am? Right in the middle. Uh, look, old Mill the Broad Maroney over here. <laughs> I, 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 I can't Not stirring the pot. That's nope. So I met uh, I met Al for the first time through Zeppi through uh, a little game called Rocket League. Yes, and we got we got housed. I'm I'm not good at that. Mm-hmm. I just started playing, so. I'm still not good at it. I found out that I was I was good on my level, but then when we went up to Zeppi's level, who Zeppi's the kind of person it seems like that like if he finds something he likes, he completely dives into it. 
Yep. Because <laughs> he was like, he's only been playing Rocket League for like a year, but he's level like 400 something. He already has like the, the Rocket League black market set up and he, he's got apps on his phone to price out where what people are selling things for. It's craziness. Well, well, we brought it up last episode. I mean, he's only been on Untapped for less than a year, and yeah. he has well, he what like over in the thousands yeah. in terms of beers. Like he's the he gives one hundred and ten percent on everything, <laughs> which you know I can appreciate, but it, it is a little. Uh, you know, I, I dive headfirst into things, but man, he puts me to shame. Yeah, I, I do the same, but for like a week, and then I go, ah, I'm okay. Oh yeah, no, that's <laughs> kind of how I am with most things. Um, I wanted to get into bed, uh, bread baking and, uh, it, I went like twice to get yeast and it was all sold out and I was like, yeah, fuck that shit. I'm done with it. Over it. Uh, I was like that about the podcast. I was like two weeks in and I was like, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. <laughs> and, and here like, we are. I was like, come on. 19 episodes <laughs> later. Like, 19 come episodes on. later. I'm still here. Come on, man. I made, I made pasta like three times. Of course he did. I want to try. I do want to try that. <laughs> But I mean, that's really easy. I feel like that's like for you. It's like, uh, like that. Uh, do you remember that episode of, uh, of South park when they start the Christian rock band and, uh, plus one. Yeah. And then Cartman goes over to tokens house and he's like, get your bass out. And he's like, we don't have a bass. And he's like, token, you're black. You know, you gotta (laughs) check up in your attic. And he goes up in his attic and he's like, God damn it. And he's got a bass. (laughs) He's like, well, start playing. He's like, I, I don't know how to play it. I've never played this before. And he's like, token, come on, come on, <laughs> just start playing. And he's like, ding, 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 ding. God damn it. <laughs> I feel like that's what it is. If I was like, Al, make me some pasta from scratch. You'd be like, I've never done it before. And I'd be like, well, come on, you're, you're Italian. Just do it. And then you'd like throw stuff in a pot and it would come out to be like perfect pasta. Well, listen, the, the pasta maker, the machine just magically appeared one day. I don't know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden, there was some semolina flour in here, and I go, "What the hell?" Let's just try it. Giuseppe, Giuseppe, the dead. olive oil fairy came out and and <laughs> dropped it down, and it's like you've you've become a man. Pring. I almost hey. got one of the, the like the KitchenAid attachment uh, pasta maker since we have, we have a KitchenAid. I was like, I wonder if like it'll come out like because it could do all different kinds of pasta off it. It does like fettuccine, spaghetti, rigatoni, abaguli. I don't know. Yeah, I, I don't know if you <laughs> I don't know if anyone's listened to our uh, episode of It Stinks where we we uh, did John Travolta's penultimate classic of uh gaudy but uh we have a we yeah we we have a we feel a certain way about the italians that's fine (laughs) i I would say we like to have fun we like to have fun we do we do god bless god bless (laughs) (laughs) um all right so um we'll get into what this podcast is truly about um, and uh, quench our thirst here. And then we can, uh, we can talk to Al some more about uh, some of the stuff that he's got going on and uh, what's all, what also is going on with the, in the craft beer world, which is just a garbage fire, like everything else. I was going to say the world's on fire. And let me just tell you craft beer. Social media is uh, just a dumpster fire as well. It's amazing. I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> before we crack our beers, um, I'm going to talk about our untapped real quick. Um, so, you know, I've mentioned in, uh, in 
uh, other episodes. Uh, you can follow us on Untapped. Untapped is a social media app for sharing beer, rating beer, reviewing beer, whatever you want to do with beer, craft beer, macro beer, whatever. Uh, you can download that on iOS or Android or, you know, in your browser, whatever, uh, your, your, uh, well, I don't you're really know. selling it, Tom. Yeah. Your Blackberry, your, your Blackberry curve, <laughs> uh, Palm pilot. Yeah. Um, so you can, you can follow us on untapped to, uh, follow along with what we're drinking, what we've drank on previous episodes and what we rated those beers. And you can follow us at Best Best Friends Pod. That's at Best Best Friends P O D. All right. Never and, gets old. Never gets old. <laughs> and then I will toss it over to Dan to tell you what we're drinking tonight. Thank you, Tom. All right. So I guess it's a. Oh, uh, uh, Dan, you know what? I, I got into, uh, my wheelhouse or my, you know, my normal spiel about this. And I forgot to mention we're, we're starting something new today. You know what? I was about to get into it cause I saw that you had it on <laughs> here, but I think, I think it's more fitting that you introduce this Tom, because this was, this was kind of your baby here. Yeah. This, this, was, is, uh, this is my brain baby. My which butt was baby. a surprise because, <laughs> because this is uh this is really like a polar opposite of the typical Tom beer preference. So, um, is it yeah, though? go on Tom. Is it though? I mean, it's been happening over the last, I would say three weeks. There's been a change in you a little bit. I've gotten a little crispier, a little crispier. A little crispier. Um, but I do love, um, I love drinking in the summer. I love drinking on the beach in, uh, that's true. <laughs> I you love, and I, you and I have had a lot of beers Yeah, in the, in the, the summer, in the South end of, of Jersey. Um, yes. A little, little, little known place, uh, called Seattle city. Um, and 44th I, and central, I was always a, uh, Dan, what, what was my go-to beach beer? <laughs> You want me to divulge that on the podcast? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, catch some heat on that. I, you were the limey guy, man. You love the Bud Light Limes. Bud Light that Limes. Was like all day, or day. Full, like a cooler just full of limeys. Dan, hey, you want a limey? Look at the, look at the time. Wow. <laughs> uh, the Slimers, bud. Um, <laughs> so, I, you know, and I ventured out from that. Um, I think probably my go-to summer crusher now would be uh, 21st Amendment's Hell or High Watermelon. Oh, but, uh, so yeah. So with that, we are starting our summer crusher series, uh, for the month of June. So each week for the month, um, we're going to feature a different beer that we consider uh, a a beer that's ideal for the beach or grilling or mowing the lawn or just being outside or hanging outside in general. Um, just something like you, it reminds you of summer, uh, when, when you drink it. Um, so you know, we'll get into it a little bit more, uh, but this is going to be the first of our summer series. I was going to say the first beer of our summer series, but uh, we got three of them. So yeah, we've been we've been yeah, slowly we uh, we've been slowly going into the crisps too. I'd say we yeah. have a couple episodes I've been preparing this. This is our been third, a lot of foreshadowing. This is our third straight IPA list episode. I know. I always have to, I have to double up the following night. I usually have more IPAs just to balance it out. And I'm like, that was a lot of pills there. I better have some IPAs tomorrow night just to balance it all out. 
<laughs> but no, I mean, this crusher series, um, I'm really excited for, um, crush daddy, Tom over there. I'd like to call him now is the, uh, is the brains behind the operation here. And I guess we'll get into our first of our three beers here. And I mean, there is a, there is a, I guess a couple, uh, patterns here with the, uh, crusher series and some things we can talk about with craft beer, but, um, let's get this open here and we'll start talking, uh, beer choice. Number one, um, all three are from flying fish brewery company out of uh, Somerdale, New Jersey. This first one here is going to be the salt and sea, a session sour ale brewed with strawberry and lime. Yes. I did read that off the can. <laughs> <laughs> So, like I said, Flying Fish Brewing Company, Summer, Summerdale, New Jersey. Beautiful description. Memories are made by the sea in this session sours inspired by evenings on the boardwalk. Enticing aromas of strawberry and lime evoke hints of saltwater taffy, providing a souvenir twist to this unique style. Perfect. Reminds me of Jersey without all the drugs and just trash. smelly boardwalk trash. <laughs> Um, all right, so um, let's crack these open and we'll get into uh, our reviews. Nice. All right, so we'll give a crack in a little three, two, one. Ah, beautiful. Okay. While we're pouring these out, Tom, why don't you talk a little bit about that glass? So Dan, uh, as we mentioned, Dan made a trip into uh, in the, the Jersey Shore um, and he stopped at a little brewery called Ludlam Island Brewery. Um, great place. Let me tell you out near, uh, sea isle and, um, got us a delicious, a nice little, uh, well, how would you, a stemless tulip glass? Yeah. So it is, I would say it's a, it's a, I believe it's a 13 ounce stemless tulip glass. Um, Ludlum's, uh, signature, uh, label is the old divers, uh, helmet, which is awesome. And, I kind of started my summer crusher series a little early this, uh, this weekend here. I, uh, I went down there and got some of their beers and I'll talk about them probably a little bit later. So I kind of want to focus on this first though. What an aroma pouring this beer out from uh, flying fish. I don't know if you guys were getting the same thing, just getting a lot of different aromas on that. A lot of the strawberry mm-hmm. right up front. Right up that. Yep. All right, guys. Well, let's cheers first. Yeah. All right, Slauncha boys. Cheers. Cheers. Yeah, it is very strawberry up front with that. It goes down so easy, though. Yeah, I like the, um, I think that the, uh, just that like nice little lime kick really pairs well with the, with the style, with the session sour style. Um, yeah, not too tart too, which I like. Do I hint a little bit of like a like a salt to this? A little bit, a little bit of a saltiness at the end. I think a little bit. I feel like there's a there's a theme here with this salt and sea. <laughs> I feel like they're on to something there. Uh, but yeah, strawberry up front, the lime and the salt really kind of at the end. A very clean finish. Like yeah. my palate is nothing's really resting on my palate with that. So it's a lot of upfront flavor, but nothing where I'm like sitting there, you know, if I were drinking this on a hot day, I take a couple sips, nothing's going to be kind of just sitting there like on my palate, making me like regret drinking this while it's hot out. It's like just refreshing. It's damn tasty. I mean, I I discovered this last year 
playing top golf and I was like, holy shit, this is good. This is good. Yeah, this is definitely like what I think of when I'm thinking summer, summer crusher. Um, uh, definitely. I'm definitely glad they went with a, a session sour rather than doing like a strawberry lime shandy. Um, I think that these two flavors really lend themselves to the style. Um, as far yeah, as no. as far as the like anything being left on my palate, I'm getting like maybe like a little bit of like almost like a lime peel taste uh, left on my palate. Yeah, I'm really like just getting kind of like the residual like salt probably taste to and that's about it um but yeah definitely a far um like a a big difference from like that sugary like aftertaste you would get with like a shanty or something like shanty's yeah don't get me wrong very refreshing but you know this is like like just a clean finish overall every sip Um, yeah i agree with what you guys said (laughs) mill the road maroney strikes again I didn't I tell you guys. I don't. I don't know shit about beer. I didn't. I should have told you guys that before. <laughs> oh, it's just, okay. Neither. Neither do we. Right, so. I <laughs> yeah, we, we don't, just like to talk about it. We we say it every. Uh, I say it every episode. We're not experts. We just we're fans. We enjoy beer. We enjoy talking about it, and we just want people to enjoy hearing us talk about it. Yeah, so. man. Solid. Well, cheers again for that. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I just like to say what. I think about the beer and hopefully people kind of agree. And we got middle of the road Maroni here agreeing with everything we say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what I really like about this is that um, it's one of the few beers that I've had that has like a, they advertise like a combo uh, flavor and I'm getting both together. Like I'm getting the strawberry and lime together. It's not like one's oh. rolling off to the other. It's kind of right up front. I'm getting, I taste strawberry and lime like almost like it's like if I poured strawberry and lime juice together, it's like, that's what I'm getting. It's not like a, yeah. you know, it's not like an overpowering strawberry, not overpowering lime. They're a nice compliment to each other and a, a great kick to that, uh, that salt at the end, like just a little bit of saltiness. Yeah. I mean, can art, I mean, I'm a label shopper. I know we're all as craft beer aficionados, label shoppers. Um, I love their art too. Ferris wheel. I mean, nothing says Jersey shore, like a good Ferris wheel right there. So I like that. But yeah, I mean, I, I went to Jersey and I think I was on a search for, I I made it to be a search for crushable beers when I was down there because I was like, I'm going to be at the beach for a little bit. I'm going to be out by a pool. I'm going to be relaxing. You know, I brought my heavy beers down in a cooler, but I definitely grabbed some crushable beers through and, you know, having this to come home to just kind of makes me reminiscent of being back down at the shore just with every set. This is goddamn refreshing. Now imagine putting a few of these down while you're at the beach or while you're at the pool, just, just hanging out, relaxing. Yeah. And this is a beer that you can, because it's only Mm 4.3. Um, so our summer crusher series is definitely going to have that, um, it's going to have that pattern of just low ABV because right. every session IPA, every shanty, every just session pale ales, they're all going to be low because they're made to be enjoyed, you know, in high volume. People are thirsty in the summer. And that's a, that's a problem I think that, um, is in the craft beer community is that like those low ABV beers are kind of looked down upon. 
Uh, it's making a upon. comeback right now. It's um, making a comeback. There's a lot of articles right now saying like, and it's funny that we decided to do this this month because I'm seeing more and more articles about the resurgence of low calorie, low alcohol, but good tasting like beers. Yeah. Like apparently this is going to be the summer of low ABV leading me right into my winter of high ABV beers. <laughs> you got to balance it out. Oh yeah. Gotta, can't have the yin without the yang. Right. Exactly. Or the yin without the ling. Um, yeah. I had to go there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, this is exactly what I think of when I think of a summer crusher, low ABV. Uh, it's not heavy. It's not overly sugary. Um, you know, it, it's something you could put back, you know, four five, six, twelve 12 of, um, and not really feel bad about it. I mean, the calories might creep up on you, but it's who's counting. Tom, how's that glass feel in your hand though? This little Ludlum glass, just drinking out of it. I feel this fancy. Is easily what this is easily one of my favorite glasses now. Just like, I feel like it's like a brandy glass. I just sit here and just kind of rotate. Here's let's swirl a little bit. Here's my, my issue with it. My only issue is because I feel like I have to hold it like this. I feel yeah. like the beer is going to warm up a lot quicker. Yeah. I feel like I'm drinking it a little bit faster too, just because it's like a 12 ounce. So like when I have those, you know, those 16 ounce beers, but I drink like a lot of it at first to get the rest of the can in there. <laughs> Is it because of the glass or is it because this is a summer crusher? I know. I mean, it is a, would you call this Tom a complex crusher? Um, is this pretty straightforward for you? I think this is a, it's a low to mid range complexity level. Yeah. Yeah. So I know you're getting a lot of lime. I'm getting a ton of strawberry, even with just smelling it too. I just sit here and like smell it. I'm like, yeah, my straight strawberry. Mine's definitely heavier on the lime. But uh, Al, what's your um, what's your background with uh, with flying fish? Um, I don't really have one, really. I mean, like, I mean, I know, you know, they're Jersey OGs, that's for sure. Yeah, uh, in the game for a while. Um, but you know, um, I I like them. They're on, on social media. They they're very active, which I really like. Um. I think it's fantastic for, for someone who's just like kind of just starting out on social media. Like they're, they're great. They're a great follow. They'll, they'll, they'll blow you up. They'll, they'll talk to you. I think they're all really good people and they That's put out pretty really cool. solid beer. Yeah. And they were kind of reaching out to, or you reached out to them about trying to find the beer too. And they were kind of helping you out. You said you yeah. were, you were reaching yeah. out to them. That's cool. And they are like a, they are an OG uh, brewery too. Yeah, they're they're good people, and and the brewery itself is cool. I was only there uh, a couple times, but um, it's uh, it's about an hour and a half from me, so I wish I could go down more. If I was closer, I'd be down there a lot more. <laughs> That's yeah. for sure. Um, but you know, it, it's it's I love everything about them, and and I really enjoy the beer they put out. They kind of remind me of like the Neshaminy Creek of New Jersey. Like they've got that like long-standing history. And like just being just down to earth dudes and stuff like that. And you get that kind of air when you go into Chamonix Creek too, especially with like their anniversary shows and stuff like that. They always put on like a nice party. They're down to help out, like just bring people in. Yeah. And the Chamonix scope. I love going there. Yeah. That's like, that's kind of, <clears throat> how far are you from uh, in the Um, about an hour. Okay. Maybe a little less. You're a little further North than I, than I thought. 
Um, yeah, but, that, yeah, we used uh, to go there all the time. Oh yeah. Me. Um, but yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I really liked, I really enjoy this. Um, yeah, flying fish. Uh, they're from what I've had from them. Uh, it's been, they've been a great brewery. Um, I really enjoy, they, they had a very good, um, they had a really nice, uh, beer locator on their, on their website, which was very helpful. You know, I just went in plugged in my, my zip code and, um, you know, they popped up with a couple distributors that had it. I went to the first one and they had it and I was like, all right, cool. You know, this is awesome. Yeah. Nice wholesale footprint. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, I think we should get into our ratings. What do you think, Dan? Oh, definitely. All right. So <clears throat> that being said, um, we'll get into our ratings and uh, you can follow those ratings uh, on Untapped and uh, you can follow us on Untapped at Best Best Friends Pod. It's at Best Best Friends P.O.D. For the very first time, I yeah. can't even hear it. Oh, you couldn't? Oh no! Uh, I didn't. I didn't share uh, sound, but it came through on the podcast. So that's all that really matters. Um, so uh, rating system, um, Al, you've listened to the podcast before, so you know what we're doing off the untapped rating scale. One um, out of a thousand, right? Yes, out of a thousand. And uh, God uh, damn it, Al! Hundred increments. You right. Fucking, okay. You <laughs> fucking asshole. <laughs> it's back. It's back. We've had so many episodes where I've just been trying to bury it in conversation. Oh no, listen. It's coming. It's it's back. Thank you. Thank you, Al. I got you. I got you, fam. <laughs> um, so all right, what do you what are you uh what are you gonna give this one, Al? Me? Uh so um for me I, I definitely enjoy the flavor. Um, definitely crushable. Um, I put down three of these things last night, so I'm not going to lie. <laughs> uh, you know, they, they, they just, they taste, they taste real good. I'm a big fan. I'm going to go with a four. Okay. Nice. I'm going to go with four. Danny awesome. boy. All right. Um, checking out their untapped, I guess their average is about 3.65. Surprisingly low for how good this beer tastes. I feel like people, uh, I mean, you can't, you can, you have to take untapped with a grain of salt and we'll talk about that probably later. Um, but, um, with this here, I agree with our guests. Um, this is a solid crushable beer. If I were going on vacation, I would probably put a lot of these in the cooler on the way down. Um, this would be a beer that I would enjoy for the entire weekend. If I were away, um, I think four is a very good, uh, good rating here. I think I'm going to go with a four as well. I'm going to give us a solid four. I like it. Um, you know, uh, I, when, when I was, you know, uh, if I was putting it up against other sours, you know, I might not rate it as high. Um, but this is the summer crusher series. So if I'm looking at it as something that I can, I can put back on the beach or while I'm grilling, um, my thoughts exactly. Yeah. I, something I could have, um, in the lawnmower with me, um, just tossing them back while I'm getting sunburnt. Um, I, I think that this one kind of fits the profile for that. Um, so for that reason, I would go I four, 
I think it's a four is a fair, uh, fair rating for that. Yeah. yeah. So like that, that, uh, that would make things. I don't easy have to for, do any uh, math. Yeah. So. Um, no math, no <laughs> math. All right, guys, I'm going to cool. do a four for this one. All I right. Like All right. Are we supposed to be job. done our first bear already? <laughs> uh, I don't know if we're supposed to be, but I am. Um, <laughs> Uh, so before we get, we, we tap into our second beer here, um, uh, been some drama in the, uh, the craft beer world, uh, in the last couple days. Um, I think right now, I think we should talk about, uh, imprint first, you, Dan. Hey, you want to bring up imprint? Yeah. Right. Let's bring up I'm imprint. Down. Um, so let's, Al, let's dive right in. How familiar are you with imprint beer? Me? Oh, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar. I know what they do. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm very, I'm, I love their beer. I'm just going to preface this conversation with, I love their beer. I've had some of my favorite beers have come from imprint and I will leave it at that. So let's continue. So I, I will say that every beer that I've had from imprint has been okay. Good. Not great. Um, so I'll leave it at that. Um, so the beginning of, uh, of this whole situation, um, started with Dan brought this to my attention. Um, if you want to get into it a little bit, Dan, I was down at the beach, yeah, I think. Yeah. So the one thing that I like to do is follow craft beer drama. I love it. I mean, a few episodes back, we talked about Imprint and their strawberry Terps swirl. Um, I don't know if you listened to that episode. Are you familiar with this beer at all? Did uh, Zeppi tell you about it? I, I, I think I did hear. Yeah, I did hear that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is the one that probably if you guys, I know you guys were having some, uh, you guys were having a live event or something. You guys were talking about beer or something on Facebook live. Oh yeah. I think that's what it was. It was on Instagram. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So this is the one that everybody was talking about, you know, drain pouring and this like just tasted terrible. And they had, to be honest, some of the most hilarious comments I have ever read. So I reached out to imprints, uh, slid into their DMS and I wanted to give them, I wanted to give the beer a fair chance. So I reached out to some friends. I reached out to one of my buddies. He had one can left, but it just wasn't enough for the podcast because, you know, can't leave my boy Tom out. I can't have the Terps by myself. So I reached out to Imprint because they were taking refunds on that beer. So if you brought back the beer, you could exchange it for like whatever cans they were releasing at that time. Huh. Yeah. So they weren't apologizing, saying it was a bad batch. They were saying it's not for everybody, but if you didn't like it, you can get a refund. Mm. So I reached out to them and I was like, Hey, listen, you know, we have this podcast where we review craft beer and I'd really like to, you know, get, you know, one or two of those strawberry turp swirls because I want to give it a fair chance. I want to drink it. I want to talk about it. Cause who knows? It might've been just, you know, maybe it was an acquired taste. Like maybe I wanted to give it its fair shot and they just shut it down. They were just like, they were like flat out. They were like, no, we've heard enough comments. That's all they said. Really? Yeah. And yeah. I'm a pretty like PMA kind of guy where I'm just like, ah, oh, bummer. Okay. You know, I just kind of shook, shook it off. I am the opposite. <laughs> 
Yeah. This, this infuriated Tom. <laughs> yeah. So, it, I mean, that's a, to me, that's a pretty big pussy move of, uh, oh, we heard enough comments. Why don't you, all right. So we do a whole podcast based off of rating beers. We're going to give you, we don't have any kind of bias. So give it to us and let us taste it. And we'll give you a real, like a true opinion about it. We don't, if anything, I had a bias for them because yeah. I, like their beers. I was coming into it as a, I was, you know, kind of a little bit of a fanboy with imprint. I like their beers. We've had, and we've, we've had fans of their beer on. We've had uh, a, a, a collaboration that they did with imprint. Uh, yeah. We had a, a guest who did a collab with yeah. them. And we had uh, the artist that designs their labels. So yeah, we've had so yeah. much imprint related stuff and we've talked about imprint a ton on this podcast, you know, and, if anything, giving them exposure. And, you know, we talked about the strawberry Terps, you know, we, we didn't talk about the beer tasting band. We talked about the comments. We did like, talk we about know. it being strawberry cat butthole swirl. Yeah. But we didn't know that. Like, right. that's just how the comments yeah. were. So, you know, we weren't saying anything from any experience that we had about this beer. So I guess we fast forward. Um, after that, I started closely monitoring the comments under their beer releases. Um, about two weekends after that, I wanted to go see their Pottstown location, which is kind of close to Tom and myself. Okay. So at three o'clock, their pre-sales opened. I got in there, filled up my cart by about 3.05, went to go check out on their online store, and all the beer I put in there was already gone by 3.05. This is a, this is a beer. This is a brewery that has a pretty high capacity canning and distribution. Like they, I've heard, they, I've they heard have that, a big enough following that they should be able to, um, they should know what their can releases are going to be like. Exactly. And so, you know, I was a little off put by, but you know, whatever, you know, it was five minutes after three, I missed my chance. I get it. It's the nature of the game of craft beer. I got it. Like I'm not, you know, I just was, you know, I was a little downtrod, but whatever. So, you know, I started looking at their comments and you know, there's a lot of people just like me who are just like, I couldn't get my beer. I couldn't do this. And I think back to when we did have imprint on our podcast, um, I actually ordered a bunch of their beer for friends of mine who Venmoed me and they had to refund me on uh, two of my four packs because they couldn't fulfill my entire order, even though I paid for it. Huh? Well, yeah, that doesn't seem like, uh, good at all. So I was just, you know, watch just, you know, watching their comments and just a lot of people on there, you know, voicing the same opinion as me, maybe a little bit more vocal. Cause I'm a little bit more of a, a little bit more of a, just kind of pacifist. I like to sit back and kind of look at it. And you know, I'm a little bit more of the PMA guy. Tom probably would have been just trashing him alongside it would have been right up there with him. <laughs> oh, I didn't even experience this. And I have like such a hatred stewing inside me for this <laughs> fucking brewery. So I, I heard from, I heard a, I heard a term. So, um, on a lot of the comments and actually from some, uh, some friends of mine, um, in kind of the brewery world, um, called like artificial sellouts. Basically you can make this beer. You could potentially have enough canning for this, but you, you, you impose these sellouts to make it more like sought after more desirable, huh? Yeah. More desirable. So, so I started hearing a lot of this in the comments and then I wake up, I think it was like Saturday morning. I started doing a couple podcast things on my phone, 
you know, it was early in the morning, just kind of doing my thing. And I noticed that imprint turned the comments off on their Instagram. Like, like forever and always for every post for every post. So I don't know if, so I wanted, I wanted to bring this up because you're, you're kind of an outsider of the podcast here and I'm not, I'm, I'm curious if they just blocked the podcast. Um, I wonder if, I wonder if you are able to see comments or Tom, were you able to see comments at all? No. On there? Okay. No, so even, un- but, but even under, yeah, even under my personal, I couldn't see comments. You couldn't see comments. Okay. So they turned off their comments on their last release. No, it wasn't even on their last release. It was, they turned it off on every, like I went back through all their past posts and all of the comments were turned off. Well, actually I was looking, it wasn't all. So I have it pulled up right here. So it was right after the membrane one. And and that's what I talked about with it because the one thing that they were putting on their posts were, um, at the end of their little spiel saying like no negativity on this page or you'll be blocked. And I never posted anything negative. I did like a couple funny comments about stuff. So I was wondering if they blocked me. Why would you not allow negativity? Like you should want, you should be open to criticism. Like if it's blatant, if it's something blatant where it's just like, you guys suck the end, like, okay, fine. But if you're like this beer didn't, tastes good. Like it, it, there's something off about this batch. Like it, why wouldn't you be open to hearing that? Yeah. I mean, turning off your comments, it just, you're, you're censoring. Like it just feels like, and there's, there are bigger breweries that don't pay any mind to this. And I even, so I reached, I reached out to these guys. I slid oh, to their DMS again, going again, <laughs> going in again. And I was like, Hey guys, um, I just wanted to ask you, you know, if you guys were aware that your comments were turned off on your Instagram and they gave me this like fluffy, like, Oh, that's strange. We oh, didn't they, know that. They are. The, yeah. Well, I wonder how that happened. That's all. Oh, that's, yeah. that's strange. Weird, gli- never, weird glitch. Huh? You guys have never accidentally turned your comments off. <sighs> God. <laughs> oh, who are you? You're so fancy. And then he was like, because I was sitting there and I'm like, you know, yeah, we, we've been hearing a lot of heat about releases. Figured you guys make great enough beers that you could say F the haters. You know, I was like, you know, we're, we were pretty surprised to see this. Like you make like they make good beers. I mean, I know it's good, not great, Tom. You know, I'm just I've always I'm a fanboy for them. And they, they were the worst the part reaction. of that new trail co- collaboration. Just yeah. going to put that out there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean. Neutral top 10 beer in Pennsylvania. So they're number one. They're number one. Fuck that. Yeah. I was surprised that they were like number 10, but I mean, we could talk about that too. Uh, that, uh, that untapped rating system right there for the top 10 beers in Pennsylvania. But so yeah. And they said they were turning the comments back on and to this day, they're not on (laughs) this was, yeah, it, it, it just seems odd. Like, why would you turn your, why would you turn your comments off? Like be, I don't know. You have a good enough foothold on Dan, like the craft beer world. It's it's very simple. They're giant pussies. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah. Well, that's yeah. what they are. They're 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 prima donnas that that can't handle any sort of criticism. They made a shitty beer, and people told them they made a shitty beer, and they didn't what they were they were. 
didn't like hearing it. They're and so used to people back, sucking on their dicks drink. that that they once once they make one bad beer and people are like, well, poof, drain pour. They're like, oh, oh no, oh oh, we made a bad beer. That's not what we do. It's a bad look on a brewer if you're going to turn your comments off. Like oh, you shouldn't. Like the, like you you talk about. Um, like the Twitter pages for like Wendy's and stuff and how funny they are with negative comments and how they like, they kick back at those people who like make negative comments and stuff. And like, that's funny. That's like, that's buzzworthy and it's good marketing. Like they, they had to turn their comments off because they couldn't respond to these people in a funny, like tongue in cheek kind of way or something. Just like, yeah, take a couple improv classes, learn how to deal with people. And you don't even, it's you. You can respond whenever the hell you want. You, can, you don't have to respond as they come in. No, and you yeah. can you can hire a social media manager. Like you can but hire but somebody to handle that. Money. That costs money. Right, but you're they're yeah. the, the number just no, not the answer the people. Number just, one brewery in Pennsylvania. Yeah, according to the according to the top ten breweries by Untapped, they are number I mean, one yeah, based on their ratings. The comments on breweries and PA's uh, Instagram about this were hilarious they were like who made this list Nishamini Creek didn't even make the cut on that uh, I wouldn't I mean, put Nishamini in the top 10 long standing um, great beers they're beers that are distributed I would say their flagship ones aren't like what people are looking for nowadays I mean the John but, John's really good yeah I mean the shape of hops to come was a great and then the, they did their whole um, single hop series kind of like what Tonewood did mm-hmm. um, and their hop project were um, they're amazing beers like Nishami Creek's a well-established brewery in Pennsylvania and not being in the top 10. It's just, it's a little, I don't know. It's a little disconcerting. And like, I have a bias too. Like why wasn't stick man in the top 10? Like stick man has a good thing, uh, a good, like I would say imprint on uh, Pennsylvania. Ooh. <laughs> was uh, was hidden river in the top 10? Yep. Hidden river was on okay. it. All right. I'm a little surprised that that tired hands was, was at number five. Yeah. So number four was Hidden River. Tired Hands was number five. I like I, I I would like that. I mean, local boys for me being Hidden River. Tired Hand, I think, is uh is, they're kind of falling from grace. Yeah, I, I feel like there's more variety. Like people they don't have that um appeal to them because other people are doing what they're doing now. Alien Church is so goddamn good though. It's such a great beer. <laughs> oh, it's one of my favorites. Um but yeah, I, I mean, I, I have, uh, I feel a certain way about imprint now because of this whole fiasco. Um, the fact that like their response to us wanting to try, um, the, the strawberry swirl, um, yeah, met with such a, such, such a brash, like, like, I don't, I we're like, they, they, they shoot us off. Like they had a tissue in their hand, just being like, get away. <clears throat> right. We're, alone. we're a local craft beer review podcast. You know, we're not, we're not huge, but, and we're not asking for any favors really. You know, we're, we, yeah, wanted, we weren't asking for it for free. I asked them, I was like, can I purchase some? Yeah. Like, I didn't ask if we could have them. I was like, can I purchase some of these beers? I was giving them my business. <laughs> so, so then they don't want your money. No. Yeah. So I, I, what do you do with that? The way and <laughs> their answer was so off putting, like we've heard enough reviews, like, come on. That's it. Come on. Not I, even like, thanks for considering us. Like, Hey, thanks for considering us, you know, giving us a fair shot but and even, stuff like that. about that beer. And along with that, it's like <laughs> the, the response that we got from, 
when you ask them about their comments, you're like, Hey, you know, Oh, that's great. You're, they said, Oh, well, okay. Ooh, we, we, how did that happen? We, oh, we'll turn them right back on now. Wish they fucking didn't pussies. Um, they said, uh, yeah. you know, we, Dan came back with like, Hey, yeah, that's great. We're, we're local. Uh, you know, uh, we're a local Pottstown beer review podcast. We're hoping to feature your beer and, we got left on red. I don't even know if they read it. Yeah. Yeah. We were like, thanks a lot, man. I was, we're like, you know, we really want to review some of your beers in the future and stuff like that. And they just no. they didn't even respond. I mean, to, to me, <coughs> it, it's just, it, middle of the road. Maroney's going far on. Uh, <laughs> okay. So they didn't want to, they didn't want to let you buy their shitty beer. Yeah. Okay. So you say we don't have any more. Yeah. yeah, I can't sell it to you. They were like, "Yeah, time. we're getting." I was like, "Hey, are you guys getting a lot of that back? I'd like to purchase some of it." They're like, "Yeah, but we're drinking it as soon as it comes in because it's so good." That was the one thing that was really like stu- like the stupidest what? response. So initially, when I said, "Hey, um, are you guys getting any more of that strawberry terps in?" I'd really like to purchase some, you know some to you know try it out. And he's, they were like, "Yeah, we're getting some of it back, but it's so good that we're just we're drinking it as soon as it comes in." First of all, it's like a point two five on Untapped. Like every yeah. everybody said it, it's a drain pour. The reason you're getting it back is because it's not good. So just own it, you fucking pussies. And the only God people damn. who rated it. So it's what's funny about the beer is um, you have the people who gave it like a one seven five, a two, and the point two fives. You know, people who purchased it and drank it, and then you have all of their employees who gave it a five. I'm sorry if I'm an employee and maybe I'm like, ah, yeah, this beer is great. I'm gonna give it a four two five if it's not like the best beer that I've ever made at Imprint. Right. Yeah. Like, how many fives are even out there? I mean, you'd be surprised. I mean, so the one thing I learned from breweries and PA's Instagram, and they were saying like uh, the one person on there was like a lot of these breweries just have their, uh, a lot of these breweries have their employees go out and they just dump fives into untapped to get the ratings up for them. Um, which Uh, in turn could be something I wouldn't say it's probably, um, because of their employees, but hidden river because of their small batches, every single beer is like a small batch. There's no return beers. So like the average rating is always small because it's a beer that comes out for like a week or two weeks at all. And then okay. never comes back next year. So you have these beers like alien church. It comes back every year. It starts accumulating thousands of ratings. And then you have hidden rivers that just got two weeks worth of ratings and had like a, you know, a four, seven, five. So like, but here's also the thing, like if you're the kind of person that really lets the law of averages there, if you, if you're the kind of person that really lets uh, untapped reviews influence the kind of beer that you drink, you might want to think about like rethink your life because (laughs) you know, it's a, or if you're a brewery that lets untapped dictate how you're going to feel about reviews and negative negativity. I mean, it's untapped. It's, it's social media. Yeah. Like if you're, you're a well-respected company, you're taking social media seriously as like, you know, taking these comments and stuff like that. It's, we're, it's social media. We're on here to complain. We're on here to complain about stuff, yeah, like, bitch about things, chill. joke about things. You got to chill because Steve from Foot Locker didn't like your beer. Like, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> 20 other people will. So right. get over it. 
Jennifer from Chalfon thought your beer sucked imprint. <laughs> I'm going to block him. <laughs> <laughs> Comments <laughs> off. Click. Uh, yeah. It, anyway, it, it was very awkward. But yeah. yeah. I mean, fucking yeah, imprint. I mean, we've been talking a lot. I'm getting a little thirsty, a little heated. I'm sweating yeah. a little bit. And, this and is, you know, who's great on social media? Flying fish. From what I hear, great on uh, social. I, I can actually name a couple, um, uh, like off the top of my head, who have been the coolest responses and everything to like comments and just questions too about their beers. Just, oh yeah, I can, I can, I can, I can. I can name over 10 like that are well over in print, like probably that I've reached out to probably yeah, more. They're out there because social media is very important and you can't be dismissive of your customers. Yes. That's like that cool, is a very cool, good cool. way to put it. Yeah. You can't be. Yeah. Because you're now you have someone like me. I'm, I'm, you know, this is Tom from the best, best friends podcast in the world. Uh, I don't speak for Dan. Uh, I only speak for myself and I say, fuck imprint. Um, don't buy their beer um, because they're a bunch of pussies. Um, there it is. So there's that. Um, so, uh, I mean, Dan, if you want to add something, you're more than welcome to. If you want to let let it leave it at that, we can move on. No, I mean, I can, I, I agree. I, I see where you're coming from and I can agree with how like you feel about that. For me, it was, it, it was disappointing. I'm not mad imprint. I'm disappointed. Oh, I'm for sure. Not going to go out to any can releases from, from imprint. Like if Dan gives me an imprint beer, I'll drink it, but I'm not, it, it's left a bad taste in my mouth and I'm just, I'm not going to seek out. I'm going to see what the next release with the online store is because I mean, if you couldn't get every brewery uses square site and if you thing. couldn't get square site to work and you had to actually go through another, they went through so many different online Dude, uh, websites for their beer. They're somehow, I don't know who's in charge of this whole uh, response to, to COVID for them, but they failed F F minus uh, online yeah, ordering was a I shit show. Up. Uh, go, 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 garbage. Yeah. Curbside pickup sucks. Uh, they had this orange creamsicle swirl that they were going to put out and they had to, they had to back it up because ooh, we didn't have, we didn't have enough labels for our cans. They handwrite some shit on there. Nobody cares. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. Uh, untapped cares. Cause they want to get the picture for the groom. <laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, let's get into our, our uh, beer number two here. Beer number two. We're going with, uh, the pineapple and mango. Oh, okay. Was curious about this one for sure. Yeah. So, Ms., uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but this is the variety pack with these two new ones is a uh, that's new for this year, right? Um, the strawberry I line was the OG. Strawberry line was the OG. Uh, yeah, these two I believe were added. I would say within the last six to eight months. Okay. I think, um, and I never had a chance to try either of these two newer ones. So I'm super fucking excited to awesome. try them. Oh, I can't wait. Um, um, on the count of three there. Yeah. One, two, three. All right. So this is the, uh, the same wow. series, uh, salt and sea. And I just got a big old whiff of pineapple right away. Um, wow. Like the same 
I think we're going to get the same profile. Maybe uh, a lot of pineapple up front and mango in the back. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're going. These have been the mullets of sour uh, session beers here. <laughs> so we're um, we're going we're sticking with a. a the salt and seed, <clears throat> excuse me, salt and seed from Flying Fish did three different iterations of their beer uh, in a variety pack. So we decided, uh, at the suggestion of Al, our guest, we uh, we went with the variety pack for this bad boy, and uh, we're going to do three beers. So figures another person from New Jersey suggests that we do three beers on an episode. Yeah, uh, well, beer session, the bunch of calm down. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, it's not a. I appreciate uh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we're not doing three eight percent beers. God. I'm surprised this one has a slightly higher rating on uh, untapped. This might be because of what I just said, like with the law of averages, these are newer beers. Yeah. So maybe they don't have as many ratings as the other one here. So Boys. Um, cheers guys. Yeah. Sancha. Oh, that's a lot of pineapple up front. Surprisingly, um, smell of pineapple up front, taste of mango up front. I'm getting a little bit more of that mango forward. What's what's weird is I'm getting a different mouthfeel from this one. I don't know about you guys. How dare you bring up that term? But it's definitely (laughs) like a little bit more of a snap to to it. Yeah, it's crisp. There's a little bit of a crispness to this. Yeah. And I think it's because of um, they use slightly, I, I would say, more, a slightly more tart fruit for this being pineapple. And then mango also has a little bit more of a more tart profile than like strawberry and lime. You have more of a tart like profile. This I'm going to kick you right in your tart profile. <laughs> Go ahead, Al. Sorry, we keep stepping oh, over no, you. No, that's all good. I'm just it, it it smells like something, but I can't place it. I've been trying to think about it. It reminds me of like mango water ice from Rita's water ice. God. What the I mean it's 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 tasty. I think this one I'm probably gonna rate a little bit lower than the original one. This one um, I I think I think I can agree on that only because I don't know. I feel like I liked a little bit more of the salt in the aftertaste of the other one. It wasn't as sweet. This is a little sweeter. For me, that's yeah. just a yeah. little Um It reminds me of a um what is it? Uh Malibu is it Malibu Bay Breeze or Sea Breeze? One of them. Whichever one has the pineapple and cranberry. Oh, is it this I might be the sea breeze. I don't remember. Oh yeah. This is like, yeah, it's kind of almost has like a mixed drink kind of smell yeah. to it. Yeah. It definitely has like a cocktail like, smell to it. Or like a, just a melted mango water ice from Rita's. See, I'm getting more, um, pineapple smell, more mango taste. Yeah. But once I taste it, I taste like, it reminds me of when you get to the bottom and you take like that shot of like mango syrup at the bottom of your uh, water ice. Yeah. I, mean, I am getting more of a, I I'm, I'm going to bring up another term that I hate mouth coating with this one. Oh yeah. I get that. It's definitely staying on my palate longer. It's lingering. Yeah. Yeah. The fruit's lingering a little bit on this one. Um, I, I want that, that, that salty, like gosa kind of taste that that previous one had. I'm getting a little bit of saltiness, like, a uh, on the back end. 
but it's a little, I think it's a little more pronounced because it doesn't work as well as the, uh, the strawberry and lime. I'll give you some saltiness on your back end. Hey. Soon, <laughs> soon enough, friend. Soon enough. We'll be back in the studio. <clears throat> I mean, it's, it's tasty. Yeah, no, it's definitely, uh, definitely tasty. I, I enjoy it. Um, I feel like I'm just kind of, I'm measuring it against the first one a little too aggressively. It's its own entity. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) I just have to, I have to separate myself from the, uh, the first salt and say, so I'm enjoying it. Al, what would you, what would you rate this one? Um, I'm just going to go with a three, seven, five. God damn it. I hate agreeing with you. Um, get used to it, buddy. (laughs) I'm like, God damn it. I was like, Al's got the, I was like, I was teetering on the first one between a three, seven, five and a four. And you really sold it to me on the four. Um, this one here, I'm going to give this one a 3.5. Okay. Just because he doesn't want to agree with me. <laughs> no, it's not because of that. I just think I'm, I'm not enjoying it as much as I enjoyed the first one. And I've tried to separate it like we just talked about, but I'm, you know, it's still good, but it's not as good as that first one. So to, for me, it's, it feels a little heavier. Um, I don't, I wouldn't see myself putting back multiple of these. I feel like if, I if someone brought the variety pack to, uh, to the beach or something, or, you know, had it in the cooler, I'd pull one out and be like, Oh yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll try this. And I try, I would try and go, Oh, you know, it was good. I'm, I'm going to try a different one though. You know, these are the cans left in the water on Sunday morning. Exactly. Before you get back home. That's, damn it, that's what I was going to say. But those are the two or three of these left, left over. Those are the yeah. best ones in the cold Loading. water. They're the, they're yeah. the coldest ones. Those are the breakfast beer. Yeah. The ones that you go ham Saturday night because it's your last night in town. And then you wake up Sunday and there's like three left. And you're like, well, <laughs> <laughs> when in Rome, um, I'm going to go three, five. Um, didn't enjoy it as much as the first one. Uh, wouldn't even, cr- I don't think I could crush this. Uh, I think I'd have maybe like one or two uh, before I'd be like, it's a little too sweet for me. A little too heavy. Um, yeah. Three, five. Three, five. All right. So we've got a uh, 3.58333333. Yeah. Three, five. Uh, three, five. Yeah. That's what I was yep. thinking too. <laughs> cool. Um, we'll do a three five for this one. Cool. And done. <clears throat> and go. So who are we fucking with next? <laughs> who are we starting with next? <laughs> so uh, do we want to talk about the next fire that we uh, found online? <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we got to tread lightly on this one, but yeah, this one was a little rough. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's kind of fresh. Uh, Very fresh. Yeah. Almost so, as fresh as this beer. There it is. God damn it. Tom. <laughs> Every fucking episode yeah um so uh dan brought this to my attention um is is this beer this uh this brewery's in maryland or is Evil this in genius Jer- yeah yeah they're well they were based out of pennsylvania they're in fishtown oh are they yeah I don't know why i thought so Evil genius was in maryland so they have their their canning and distribution, I believe, is out of somewhere out of New York. But mm. they originally have they have ties in uh, Collegeville, Pennsylvania. Actually, um, I don't know how, uh, but I know some people in Lansdale have some ties to them as well. 
but they are, they have a brewery in, um, I believe the whole drama is around their location in Fishtown. Oh boy. All right. Well, which I've been to a few times. Doing Philly proud uh, here. Yeesh. Um, so, um, Dan, you brought this to my attention. So you want to break down what's going on? I feel like I'm the hot tea of like craft beer. I just, I, I find all this hot tea online. I just sent it to Tom. I'm like uh, another podcast fired here. But uh, one of my, uh, one of my friends, a former bandmate of mine uh, brought this to my attention on uh, social media that um, some evil genius did a little open letter kind of thing, addressing the riots and protests and all the black lives matter things that are kind of going on surrounding uh, just surrounding everything that happened last week. And um, they were, it's a very vague um, little thing on Instagram where they said, um, they had to let go one of their employees due to some comments he made online. And they, I mean, it's a, it's a very middle of the road Maroney kind of open <laughs> letter here. <laughs> it's, it's, you, you just don't know how to take it. You know, you're like, what did he say? Was it racist? Or, yeah. you know, what, why did they let this person go? So the way I took it was, I think the way they intended people to take it uh, was the opposite of the way uh, that the opposite of what the post was about. The original post, the guy that got fired. Yeah. Yeah. So basically what happened is they made this long open letter thing on Instagram about having to let somebody go due to, um, some comments that this person was leaving on social media. And then somebody immediately commented for anyone wondering what's going on. I guess John, who was the person who got fired, made a post speaking out against police in support of the protesters and was fired. Oh, yes. So the post, the, the post that evil genius put up was, kind of swaying it to be like uh this guy made uh racist comments and we had to let him go because he made bad comments they made it sound like they were letting him go because they were taking us yeah taking a stand with everything that was going on and basically they were saying that they let this person go because they were taking a stand against what was going on okay so now i saw this post and i liked it and that's exactly what i thought that the, that the person made a Races, maybe because that's where my heart is. Yeah, and and that's what I want to think. But if that's not the truth, then I need to know what the hell happened at this point. Tom, do you want me to send you just the comment section? Sure. Sure. So yeah. you can kind of put it up here on the uh, on the screen. Yeah, you can go ahead and do that. Yeah. All right. I'll send you that, the the screenshot of the comments of where this was uh, this was sent. So so you can put it up on a share screen so you yeah, can kind of so- check it out. Um, <laughs> and we'll talk about that in a second. <laughs> uh, by the time I saw the post, there were no there were, the comments were gone. Yeah. So this is what we got on our. Um, this is what I got on the um, on the post I saw on social media. You know, for everyone is wondering what's going on. John made a post speaking out against police in support of the protesters and was fired. To everyone, you know, who thinks they're taking a stand against racism, they're not. And I think this oath keeper guy right here probably has the best comment on here because this is exactly what I thought Mm -hmm. saying, you know, I feel like this is a very carefully worded. So people don't think 
you know, or don't know will think it's about something that's that's not and you're being part of the cause mistake or not this statement was clearly intended to create assumptions absolutely yeah so <laughs> the craft beer world i mean it's i mean I, this this wasn't something that they had to make public yo if this was right. if this is what you wanted to do go ahead and do it People were going to find out anyway and trash you anyway, because that's a fucking shitty thing to do. Fire an employee, especially during a pandemic like this, where this was probably, you know, a very tight income for him. Mm -hmm. And to fucking fire someone about this, like evil genius is a brewery that I thought was, you know, quirky. They had their great names, great titles for their beers. Thought they had a nice sense of humor about things. And, you know, maybe they, they just didn't handle this. Well, this was terrible. And I honestly, like Tom, you told me about how they're going to deliver in our area this week. I'm saying, fuck them. Yep. Like this, this I'm going to, I'm going to, there's no middle of the road for me on this. Um, well, I mean, if, if they're being essentially dishonest, then yeah, absolutely. Fuck them. Yeah. I think like just the way they handle it made the comment act like, Oh, this is so good. So I, after this happened, my, you know, I love, I love hot tea in the craft beer world. <laughs> I figured I, I knew they were going to get trashed on untapped because of this reaction and everything. And somebody, uh, an unknown hero, because heroes, you know, some, sometimes heroes don't wear capes. Sometimes they just trash breweries on uh, untapped. Like and this is. guy just went through with 0.25s across almost every beer. I only sent two as an example, Tom, but if you scroll down their entire um, untapped, it's like every single beer release they've ever had has a 0.25 on it. Yeah. This, this hero through. J Cup on untapped, you're doing God's work. God's work. Yeah. That's, I mean. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah. See, now, now I saw this earlier at a context. I was very confused. Now it all makes sense. Yeah. yeah we're dropping hot tea on this episode, man. We are. God damn, man. I'm not prepared for this. Man, it was just, <laughs> a, it was, it's just a week of, uh, you know, just fires yeah, everywhere. Yeah. Fear. Stuff oh. is just, it's happening and, you know, nobody's really happy about it, but, uh, you know, I'm a little bit happy about it. I kind of, I, I kind of like shitting on people. So, um, <laughs> this was like, this was a perfect episode for you after you couldn't get the videos to work last, last week. Yeah. <laughs> um, remember the time we tried to start this and then, uh, we lost Tom. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Boy, do I remember. Yeah. I had a that good, I had fun. a good intro and then I had, uh, we lost that and I had a subpar intro. So, um, <clears throat> I think uh, we're at about an hour, hour and a couple minutes. Um, do you guys want to take a, a pee break and uh, regroup and come back and hopefully watch a cool video? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm down for that. Cool. All right. Um, so we will be right back uh, after this uh, very instantaneous break and uh, we'll get into some fun stuff. Uh, yeah. Yep. This is the best, best friends podcast in the world. And we'll be right back. And we are back, I think. It's yep. like we never left. Yep. We left. Never. We're back. We left for a couple minutes on our end. We left for a second on your end. So good on you. Um, Al, you, uh, so 
I, I mentioned it in your intro. Uh, you're a coffee roaster. It's true. That is a true thing. Yeah. So how did you get into that? Um, I happened to just fall into it. Um, buddy of mine was like, Hey, do you need a job? And I was like, yeah. And he said, cause I know a guy that they, they, they you know, they do coffee and they're hiring. I was like, okay. And it, it was basically right at the high school. Um, went in, got hired and was there for a year and a half. Ended up. Al's either um, petting a dog or jerking off. Either way, uh, I'm okay with are, it. Those are, those are, well, I was, I was scratching my arm. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, I was there for a year and a half, ended up leaving, was driving tractor trailers for a little bit. Um, and then happened to go back in 2005 and I have not looked back. So just kind of, I'm very lucky to be, you know, to, to have fallen into essentially a career at basically 18 years old. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, that, that's crazy because one of the uh, local breweries by Tom and I, um, Stolen Sun, is a craft brewery and a coffee roaster. Interesting. So they their facility is coffee and beer. So if shit goes down, I know where I can go. Okay. Yeah. They also make one hell of a burrito there, too. I would say their food is pretty epic. <laughs> oh, my God. That is, is that heaven? That sounds like heaven. <laughs> I know, right? We we uh, we were at Levante in Westchester, and we were, like, heading back home. Uh, and I was like, oh, I, I keep hearing about this stolen sun place. We should just – we didn't eat at Levante because the food truck was out of food. So we're like, let's just stop there. We'll eat there, and we'll try some of their beer. I ended up having their beer, which was great had their burrito. Awesome. And then after that, I was like, you know, I had the food coma. I went with their coffee. They did a nice pour over for me. It was awesome. Okay. All right. And I'm a, yeah. I, I'm a big, I, I would say I, I lean more towards coffee than beer. Um, I mean, I'm a, I'm a late to the game coffee guy. Uh, I didn't get into coffee until I think I was like 28. Okay. Um, when I started like a real nine to five job, um, when I was done playing with my videos, um, I, uh, <clears throat> I got into coffee and stupidly enough, I, I got into coffee after I moved out of Brooklyn where there was like a, a very awesome coffee house on like every block. Dude, I went to one when I went to visit you. You went to work. I went to a coffee shop. <laughs> I hung out there. Dude, there was one like every block, every block was like, would have been the best coffee house in Pennsylvania. Dude, I skated out of your apartment. The first one I hit, I stopped it. I was like, and eh, coffee shop. <laughs> um, oh, shit. Tom, you sound like Bizarro me. What? How? So, well, okay. So I didn't really get into beer until about a year ago. Okay. Um, and in my last apartment, I lived eight minutes away from Shroom Brewing. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And I had no idea that that was even a thing. <laughs> and then as soon as I moved into the place, I mean, now that's like, oh, yeah, Droom was right there. Son of a bitch. Like, I could have hit every release and it wouldn't have been a problem. And I had no idea. Uh, that's crazy. So you've only been to craft beer for over the last year. So 
you're going like the Zeppi route where you're just taking off on the social media. I'm just, you know what? What's well, I, you know, again, I started this account just on like a whim because I like taking pictures and I was like, yeah, okay. I'll start taking pictures of beer, blah, 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 whatever. Um, and if you scroll down to see like the beginning of my account, you can, you can watch my taste change as the, as the time goes on. There's in the very beginning, there's no IPAs. It's all wheat beers and sours and, and real like, you know, kind of mild stuff. And then all of a sudden you'll just see the switch where it's just IPA, 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 yeah. IPA. So you're, you kind of, you, you kind of follow oh, like, <laughs> like the same beer vent, uh, adventure that I've been on. It's where, that's where I was. Like I, I kind of went, <laughs> I started out with like really dark beers and then went into like, <clears throat> uh, like saisons and, and gosas and sours and, uh, wheat beers. And then I, Dan finally got me into IPAs and, I'm like Emperor Palpatine when it comes to IPAs. I just like stand behind you. I'm just like, yes, good. Yes. Let the haze consume you. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, coffee is like, it's big for me. I, I probably drink like two or three cups a day. Um, mostly shitty coffee because that's what's offered to me. But, uh, you know, I have a, I have a coffee bar at my house. I have a, coffee maker and I have an espresso maker or, uh, I have a, a, a Nespresso. Uh, okay. so yeah, George Clooney, yeah. Espresso. Which, I mean, Look, right, so when this is all over, you send me your address, I'll send you some shit. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, I'm a big, like, I, I like, uh, I like trying very good coffee. Like it, it, for me, it's like beer oh. the same way. It's like you have shitty, coffee and you have really good coffee it's not like coffee is just coffee it's like there's different flavors the different roasts it's all when you're getting it from different parts of the the world it's like you know it's gonna it's like tomatoes like you're they're all gonna grow different in different soils it's like beer you know the the ph level in the water is gonna make a beer like an ipa in pennsylvania taste different from an ipa in in california you know it's it's different there's different levels and it's the same thing with, with coffee, you know, it, the, the different types of soil are going to make different coffee beans. And then however you roast them, it's, it's a whole, and I'm probably talking out of my ass here. No, you're not. You're absolutely not. I mean, it's, it's crazy. This is now a craft beverage <laughs> podcast. Yeah. But, but I mean, like you can have, uh, uh, the same farm, uh, with the same coffee with, 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 you know, one year to the next have completely different tastes because environmental changes. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's a right. crop at the end of the day, coffee is a crop. You're, yeah. you're not going to grow a tomato. It's not going to taste exactly the same this year than it does the next because the environmental conditions are different. Yeah. And Roasting it's technique can change too. And it's also too. like it, it blew my mind when I got into like, like frothing milk and like heating milk and frothing it. And, um, it's it's crazy how if you I always thought like when you add the coffee or when you add the milk, it's like a completely different flavor profile when you it's all warm milk and and foam and coffee. But when you add each or, you know, how you add the coffee to it, if you put the foam in first and you add the coffee to that and you pour the warm milk over it, it's different than if you add the coffee to the warm milk. It just all works out differently, which is it's kind of 
blows my mind. There, there's there's so many different variables in it, and, and you know, the, the more I get into the beer scene and and talking to brewers and and that kind of stuff, it, it's I can almost see similarities in the brewing process and in the roasting process because you have to do certain things at certain times with certain Adding temperatures. Different, yeah. Like while you're you're going through a roast, which I mean, it seems very similar to when you're brewing a beer. Like certain things have right. to happen, and and if they don't, that's when shit can go wrong. So I don't know. It's it's I'm I just I see a lot of similarities, and it's like oh shit, that's pretty cool. How these two beverages are like so completely different, yet they're so similar. Yeah. At this time. And you totally. could buy, it, it's kind of like craft beer too, in the way that like, if you, if you go to like a, like a, a Starbucks where it's just like a bunch of teenagers who are just making coffee, or you go to like a coffee house where you have baristas that like really take pride in like what they do, how they make their coffee, you could have the same coffee and it's a completely different experience because you get people oh, that yeah. like really put effort into it and know what they're doing. Like their whole life is coffee. Like people, people clown on baristas for being like overly serious about coffee, but it's like, it's like clowning on brewers for being over. Exactly. Exactly. It's, you know, it's these guys like pour their heart into like, you know, they make coffee and art and it's, you know, you can taste that when you go to a true coffee house and people are, it's like, this is their life that, you know, this guy's, you know, 26 years old and he's been doing this for five years and he just, he wants to be the best barista and you can taste it when you're getting like a proper pour over or, you know, if you order like a, like a, like a cafe latte and you, you get it way different than you get from, you know, the 18 year old at Starbucks that's making it, that's just reading a recipe card. Well, yeah. I mean, there there are competitions. There are barista competitions. Yeah. There are roasting competitions. I mean, these things exist for a reason. Yeah, I mean, the coffee and the craft beer world are not too different. No, no. Uh, I would say very similar. Yeah. And it's funny when you look at like like I said, Stolen Sun, their facility, like they take their coffee section just as serious as their their beer section, like even like presentation, like I, I'm sure we've all been to that restaurant where we got that cup of coffee at the end of the, at the end of the meal to, you know, wake ourselves up, get ready to go home and everything. So I'm like sitting there and I'm expecting just that restaurant cup of coffee. And I'm like, you know what? They roast their own coffee here. It should be pretty decent. You know, I saw the lady over there doing the pour over and everything, just making like, just like a serious cup of coffee. And I was, I knew, I knew it was going to be amazing too. And, uh, it's, it is such a difference when you're kind of used to doing that fast coffee at Wawa or fast coffee at Starbucks or God forbid, if you ever walk into a fucking Dunkin' Donuts. Oh God. Yeah. It's, and you, but you know what though? Like I'll drink this shit when I go out. If I'm not, if I'm not home, like what am I going to do? Yeah. You know, I'll right. go to Wawa, but, but I'll load it up with, with that, that fake hazelnut creamer. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Whatever. I just want it to taste good. And then you can't, you can't drink it for an hour because it's like 450 degrees. Yeah. Um, all right. So, um, I just wanted to get into that because we haven't had anybody like in the coffee world, I guess, uh, on our podcast. And this is kind of a first for us, but, uh, yeah, so many firsts tonight. Yeah. Um, we're going to get into a, a YouTube video. Um, but for Dan's sake, uh, I think we should crack another beer. 
Uh, I'm going to need it we start because this. I was, ho- I was oh. hoping your videos weren't going to work this uh, episode again because no, to be honest, last, last week think, was amazing. I think they're going to work. <laughs> so uh, let's crack into our third and final uh, beer of the, the salt and sea collection. Um, uh, I think I'm going to like this one a lot. I'm yeah. actually very excited for it. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad this one was last. So Dan, yeah, you did a good order with this. All right. So we're going to talk about uh, beer choice number three at uh, the salt and sea variety pack. So this one here is the salt and sea with blackberry and kiwi. So, I mean, it's the same description you got from the first one. Memories are made by the sea with a session sour. It's inspired by evenings on the boardwalk. Tasting aromas of blackberry and kiwi evoke hints of saltwater taffy, providing a souvenir twist on this unique style. This one's got a 3.76. So this is the highest rated one. The highest rated one. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. So, and, you know, that could go back to the small sample size, but, uh, you know, we'll judge on that. Uh, So we'll go ahead in one, two, three. Oh yeah. Oh my god, just the smell right off the Wow. That's gonna Ooh, lend that's gonna lend nice to that sour. Oh man. And it, what's great is my microphone's like right by my nose. So when I do the three, two, one crack, it's man, oh. it is like filling up my room. Wow. I know. <clears throat> oh, this is gonna be a good one. Boys. <clears throat> Cheers. Slancha. Oh. Man, that is heavy blackberry. Oh. I'm not getting any kiwi, and I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) I will take that blackberry on the front any day. So, kiwi is kind of a mild flavor. I think it's going to end uh, lend more towards the tartness of it. More of like a tart yeah, sour. Like a strawberry. <clears throat> yeah. Like a strawberry has that kind of, I mean, they're very um, similar in relation to uh, kiwis and strawberries in the, uh, in the fruit world. I was a, I was a produce employee when I was in college. Yeah. Fruit boy. Uh, I was I'm a fruit boy. I'm just going to go ahead and say that I probably haven't had a kiwi in like 20 years. So I don't even remember what it tastes like. So <laughs> like a strawberry, <laughs> uh, funny story. Uh, when my wife was pregnant with my son, uh, she, her craving was kiwis. So we always had kiwis in the house and, uh, yeah, kiwis are one of those things. They're kind of like, uh, avocados where it's like you have, uh, or like, uh, mangoes where you have like a very small window of ripeness. Yeah. Um, Cause they're either, if you get them not ripe enough, if they're unripe, um, they're very, very sour and they don't have much of a flavor to them. Um, and if they're overripe, you get like almost, it's, it's like, just like a really bland, like, uh, almost like a sweetness, but like a really bland flat sweetness. But if you get them just right, they are wonderful. Yeah. Like you get a great mix of like a sweet and sour. Can yeah. I make, like, can I make kiwi toast? Um, I mean, I, I guess. Dude, I have been heavy in the avocado toast recently, last it's, couple of weeks. It's good. It is. It's, it's so it's a great good. treat. Oh, I, I am just, I make it all the time. I throw eggs <laughs> on top of it sometimes. I'm going to, I'm going to give you guys a little, uh, I'm going to give you guys a little, uh, 
little add on to your avocado toast that you were going to really, uh, you're going to hit me up and I'm going to, I'm going to get messages from both of you in a couple weeks, uh, thanking me for this suggestion. Um, a little, uh, spice called Tony Chacheries. Never heard of it. You're going to have to, you're definitely have to send that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to. So it's like, it's like a Cajun spice. Um, it's like a, a seasoned salt. Uh, it's sold in the, like the seafood aisle or seafood section of a, of the uh, supermarket. Um, but it's, it's salty and spicy and you sprinkle that a little bit on your avocado toast and boy, is it a game changer. Ooh, yeah. We've been using the, uh, McCormick, uh, Himalayan sea salt, garlic and black, uh, black pepper mix. That's yeah. been pretty <clears throat> damn good. Chachri's is where it's at. Uh, Chachri's on everything. Chachri's on pizza, Chachri's on avocado toast, Chachri's on burgers, everything. Chachri's good yeah, on everything. Know. It's the perfect, send that. perfect seasoning for eggs too. Ooh, um, but I, uh, we digress. We, yeah. uh, this beer here, I think this is my favorite out of the three. Um, this is a strong favorite for me. I'm a huge fan of the taste of blackberry in a beer, especially with the sour. And we're right back to that salty, um, that salty taste on the back end. Here's the thing. The first one had, here's the thing about all three of these. When they say they invoked, uh, memories of saltwater taffy, every single one of these, I think hit that saltwater taffy flavor. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It is like, yeah, boardwalk saltwater taffy. It's like uh, right on the nose. Well, I think these guys um, are the evil geniuses of the beer world because, I mean, you've had that 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 uh, fried ice cream stout, and mm. you can't tell me that that beer didn't taste exactly how it smelled. Oh yeah, no, it was great. It was a uh, definitely like a. I forget. I, I, I have to go back and look at my messages because it's, it's been a couple weeks since I had it. Um, but uh, I, I email or I, I messaged uh, like Zepp and Leah because they're the ones that turned me on to it. And it was like very heavy in uh, I got very heavy cinnamon. But I think it was because my uh, my brother-in-law got it from a, a variety pack. So I think it was okay. a little older. I got real heavy cinnamon. Um, it wasn't as creamy. And I didn't get like a, as much as like the, the waffle cone flavor, but overall, like I still got a little bit of all the flavors and it was like, if I got that, if I could get that on tap at the brewery, I'm pretty sure it would be like mind blower. That was the first time I had it and I smelled it. I was like, holy shit, this smells amazing. And then I tried it and, and for the first time ever, the beer, it tasted exactly the way it smelled and it blew my mind. Hmm. I was like, when does this happen? I have never had this happen before. And wow. I think this I think this is another one too that's that that really tastes pretty much dead on balls to to how it smells. Yeah. I just love the ending to it. It's got that um it finishes like a gosa for me. And when it comes to like sours and gosas, I do like kind of that that saltiness that's at the end with the taste and everything. I just I don't know. It's almost like it's like a, it's like a dry champagne kind of taste to it. Just leaves kind of the fruitiness off the tongue and just every sip is refreshing. Like it's a whole new fruit profile almost with every sip where you're getting just a little bit more of the fruit every time. And it goes away, it's comes back with every sip. A brand shining, new. <laughs> shining, shimmering splendor. It's, it's, 
what's what's funny is I'd love to know how this tastes when it warms up a little bit, but I can't seem to keep it in my glass. <laughs> yeah, I um yeah, this has been going down real easily. Um again, uh, four point three ABV for this one as well. So dare I say the same ABV. Dare I say it's been uh being crushed? Oh uh, yeah. Oh crush daddy has spoken. Oh <laughs> uh, mm. So do you guys want to get into uh, ratings or do you want to do you want to get into the video and let the uh, the ratings simmer? What do you want to do? I'm ready with ratings. Whatever you guys want to do. You're the host. I'm the guest. You I've know. got my rating. I've already got my rating. Let's so. do ratings. Let's do ratings then. All right. Al, what do you, yeah. What do you want to go with? All right. So I'm going to I'm going to go with a three, seven, five. Because okay. for I, I don't know if it's it's something with Blackberry for me personally. Um, but I, I kind of get this almost like, like a diet beer kind of taste. So like, you're, like you're getting that like, cola. yeah, like, like a, you're getting know, that, that, uh, that artificial sweetener. Yeah. Like it's not, uh, I mean, cause there is like almost like a bitterness to blackberry that is a residual. So it probably just kind of leaving, leaving that in there. But I think I've had this, this problem with, with all BlackBerry things. So, I, I mean, it's still good. It's still crushable. I will still drink the shit out of this. Um, but, I mean, at the end of the day, I think the OG uh, Strawberry Lime has my heart and always will. Um, this is still very tasty, and it, it smells amazing. And I don't think anyone's going to be, you know, very disappointed. Yeah, I would say you won't um, be disappointed with this one, but I, I would I would put it. It's got some of the you know a few of the same flaws uh, that I found in the the, the pineapple uh, mango one. So I just kind of put those two on kind of the same level. All right, I like it, <clears throat> Dan. It's a four two five for me. Wow. Um, so I like this one a little bit more than the strawberry, uh, strawberry lime only because I do like blackberry, um, big fan of blackberry sours, uh, especially blackberry kettle sours. Um, this is a session sour, so it's a little bit lighter. So the tarting, the tartness of the blackberry is just a very, uh, just a hint of it. So I enjoy that cause it, it takes me back to a good kettle sour, while keeping me a little bit more refreshed with more of the, I guess the Kiwi and the salt on the back end of it. So four, two, five for me. Fair enough. Um, I'm going to kind of go the same route as Al. Um, at first taste, I was like, Oh man, this is really, really good. But the more I, I drink it, um, definitely more crushable than the pineapple mango. Um, but that OG one was just a little bit more crushable. Um, so, uh, I don't know what just happened there. I hit a heart for some reason. Um, um, yeah, it, the, it's just like a notch below the OG, the strawberry and lime. Uh, so for me, I would go three, seven, five. I think I think the the blackberry is a little too heavy for me. It's a little too pronounced. Um, 
I'm down already. Yeah, I, I, I just I think that I think that the OG is a little bit more crushable. So, um, yeah, for that I would give it just a notch below. Got it. Yeah, I mean, with two three seven fives and a four two five, we're hovering around like three point nine, so around a four. Four. Yeah. Okay. I'm four. I'm, I'm, I'm fine I'm, with that. I'm, I'm fine with it. So there you go. Um, what? How did How did you say the exact same thing that I said? That's not right. I mean, it just it. I don't know. Just the way the uh, <laughs> the world worked tonight. Um, so, uh, for all three of our ratings, you can follow us on untapped, um, and see what we said about it. It's, uh, at untapped on untapped. We're at best, best friends pod. That's at best, best friends P O D. Um, and then we're going to get into, uh, we're going to get into my, my fun video, which, uh, we haven't been able to get into for the past couple of weeks. Um, what in the hell? Are you ready? Yeah, there it is. Um, so let buckle me go up full, there, sweetheart. Let's go full screen. Um, so we're going to go uh, to the music stylings of a, a fine young lady named uh, Lisa Gale. Um, and producer Desi. Yeah. So this is one of her many hits. She has, uh, it, it's been documented on this podcast. She has many, many videos on her YouTube channel. And uh, we'll be going through a lot of them for sure. Um, at least the big hits we'll go through. Uh, we, I don't know if we'll make it through a all the karaoke them. versions, um, but we'll go through the big hits. Um, the what? Well, I'm sorry. What was that? Yeah. The what? The karaoke versions? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, yeah. She has a bunch of karaoke videos, too. Um, huh. Okay. Yeah, it's fun. Um, so we'll, we're going into her her biggest, I would think her biggest hit. Um, it's a little ditty called uh, Three Second Rule. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and play it. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see where this takes us. <sighs> Buckle up. You guys hearing that all right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I have questions. Right Razzers now. presents. Go, go ahead, Al. What are what are your questions? Oh, this, this, is, this is a porn. This is right. <laughs> Reality <laughs> kings. Uh, I mean, like, one would assume. We got little little Nas X is coming into the room here. I was gonna say where we paused it here. <laughs> All right. Browsers presents blacked. <laughs> So this is what the, what in the actual fuck are we watching? Oh, it's called Karen the Musical. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, this, this whole, is the oh. CD you can pick up at the checkout lane of the Walmart in <laughs> Birmingham, Alabama. This whole music Thank video wants to speak to my manager. Thank God, I had three <laughs> beers before. If if you if if we had no beers before I started watching this, I would leave. I would just go. I wouldn't be able to handle this. She's okay, definitely, she's definitely like she is upper middle class. She has the look of upper middle middle class, like Dallas Fort Worth. God, yeah. I can smell her perfume already. <laughs> like from here, like, it's oh, 
But it's, she sells jewelry on Etsy. Oh. What do you mean? It's Estee Lauder. <laughs> she, <laughs> this is Lancome. Oh my God. <laughs> it's Chanel number 14. Oh my God. I love her back. They're great. You can only look for three seconds, then let's go away. So how my thing is like how you get like you get British artists that come over to the to the US and they they can sing without that British accent. Their British accent goes away and right. they sing with like an American accent. But you get uh, you get Lisa Gale and she's like, I only got a three second row. And then you look like, away. She's got that like she's, she's talking. She's yeah. Not singing. Yeah, that's what I can't. I can't well, how is it possible? <laughs> someone had to. <laughs> someone had, someone produced this. Someone, too. someone, made someone named the, Desi should be. Sh- someone should made shot. this sign. <laughs> someone had this sign requested. <laughs> Three what? second roll skull. <laughs> what? Oh, god damn! All right. Early and learn and school. Three second rule. It's designed to keep my man in line as long as he knows the three second rule. Now they're line dancing. Yeah, that, I mean, because that's what you do. Three right? seconds is the only amount of time she'll wait for the manager to approach the customer service <laughs> desk. Is this a song about? How many all, all the exes she's had sex with, and that's how long they they've lasted. Is that- <laughs> uh, it's an astute assessment. Um, I will say something about the song. Uh, I've had it in my head for maybe a month straight. Like I'll just catch myself. Uh, I'll just catch myself driving down, you know, driving down the road, just going, "Is it on three second road?" You, you, but you know what that is? That's your that's your penance for for you getting. Um, it's a, we're going to turn into a square clue. <laughs> square shape clue for like squee. Like that's how I, I feel like that's how long it's been in my head. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, that makes me so happy. When you're walking down the street, <laughs> look at that camel toe. Can oh, we rewind that? Yeah, no, I caught that too. Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We don't know. Wow. <laughs> 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 have, you guys ever, have you guys ever seen a camel toe graduate to a moose knuckle before? <laughs> I think I had Blackberry come out my nose. <laughs> Oh my Jesus God. Christ! Look at that. Listen, you can play it whenever you want. You, whenever you're ready, you can hit that little play button. <laughs> Boys, that's she, uh, she, she she's trying to hide her fupa in in some spanks, and it's just uh, it's not working out. That's Listen. the hardest working part of this song is are those pants. <laughs> <laughs> what an unfortunate time count. for a breeze. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, it's rain. It just blew her hair in. Like it's the. It, this was not a plan. Like nobody's over here with a fan. Watch the air. The hair going to her eyeball. This is God just being like Jesus Christ. Cover it all up. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like a spider web. Yeah, she looked like cyborg. <laughs> 
Jesus. Yeah. I like that. Just stay behind the line and within the time frame. Cause I'm all you need. Hold on a second. <laughs> time frame. <laughs> within the time frame. <laughs> she had to go she re-recorded that over that's yeah. oh she went yeah, back that's she a, was that's a punch that's a punch in right there that's yeah we so, like to call for you punch in for a section just to, just to clean it up yeah she must have flubbed that line and then like when they they were like this is the best take and she was like well i can't i can't have that in my song so let's go back and you know what i'm just i'm too mad frame there that's it get it done right Get her done. And I'm not trying to be funny about that either. The line and within the time frame. Cause I'm all you need. Come on. Oh, she's really getting amped up. I put Rick Flair to shame. What's the girl just dancing against the? Did you see the girl on the chalkboard just just staring at the chalkboard dancing? Oh, that's Whoa, like I didn't even see that's that. like that's like something out of like the Conjuring. Dude, back I a don't. Little bit more. Yo, is that really there? Is she the Blair Witch? Yeah, just just play it, dude. That She's might not have been there. That might not. That might not have been there when uh, they recorded. Did it. we stumble across a ghost? Are we ghost hunting right now? Uh, yeah. Oh my god, my pants are wet. <laughs> what? And there's like a face in the in the truck. Yeah. You don't even go into why that woman's just staring at the chalkboard. She's the Blair Witch. That's Wait, that's what the hell is Wait, that? oh, it's a mannequin. Oh. Yeah, that's you see. Really oh my god. Like I really got like my heart started she beating was- a little little harder. I thought she was going to start like uh like this was like some kind of, I, I saw the, I saw what you were saying, Dan, the, the face in the, in the chalkboard. I thought this was going to become some kind of like satanic, uh, are we doing satanic like a conspiracy video. theory here. We're just like picking yeah. out all this stuff in this. Yeah. We're going Wait, back to episode two. Have you yeah. played the video backwards? Uh, mm, I, haven't, I also haven't sped it up or slowed it down. Oh, see. Oh, well. should we? Let's slow it down. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Remind me to shut up next time. Satan? Satan, is that you? I've been a good boy. <laughs> oh my God. I don't you know, know, it kind of sounds like a Jimmy World song slowed down. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like an Apex Twin song. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! What did we? What did we? Uh, what did we find out with Humpback Chunk? If we like, sp- oh. if we sped it up, right? If we sped yeah, it up so, to like one, two, five. Yeah. So basically, when we were watching Humpback Chunk, um, she had a comment on her YouTube that if some guy said, "If you sped this up to one point two five, is actually a good song." And we went, "Holy shit, he's right." He was right. <laughs> she was like, uh, okay. "She was like E forty, but like E forty times ten it was her weight." <laughs> like E forty squared. <laughs> 
Now it's Owl City. <laughs> I was going to say it changed it to like an 80s like synth pop song. It's like a really bad album in the chipmunk song. I don't hate it. You know, you know, we, oh, we a little breakdown. Yeah, it's um, it started to sound like. Oh, do you remember those like pop punk uh, bands that came out and they were like OK Go and like all that stuff? OK Go wasn't like- pop punk. OK Go rules. Don't. <laughs> I saw OK Go. Were, I, I've seen OK Go uh, they in concert. Poppy, but they, they were had ruled. those like breakdowns like that. Sorry, I don't know. Let's go to one five. Uh, we gotta go one five. Uh, I, I feel like 1-5 is gonna be too fast. Now we're. Oh, it's gonna be that's where we're gonna be that's in chipmunk territory. Be. Oh yeah, I think they're big. This is Al City. <laughs> Spitting bars though. Uh, I want to go back to one, two, five, and then I want to I want to hit it like in the middle here. Let's get back to Moose Knuckle territory. Um, <laughs> I think that's where we want to be. I think that was where our sweet spot. Nobody wants to be in Moose Knuckle territory. Yeah, let's Marilyn get back here. Mon- Monat. When you're walking down the street, I'm just saying, it actually sounds better. Oh, we missed it. Hold on. It hit it. It hit it a little better. It did, but it still is just frame. <laughs> you know, she just went in there and they were like one, two, three, frame. But it went from it went from shitty housewife country to like a, a pop song. Yeah, a little bit. I would say pop song. Like I, I could hear this on like Alt Nation or something on on Sirius XM. Why does she have a fucking mannequin? Still creeps me out every time I see it. There's a lot more energy to it. Yeah. Yeah, right. there's a lot more energy yeah, I got, to I it. I got hyped for a little bit, but then I realized I'm still watching this video. Had in school. I, I see why you grabbed that fourth Man, beer. It's hitting it's hitting in the right way. Yep. <laughs> so I, then, uh, which way would that be? Just the right way. Uh, yeah, I'm still confused on which way that is. So I was I was hoping to um I was hoping to play another Lisa Gale video. Um there's a couple uh, coffee or tea uh, was going to be a good one. It was going to be poignant for this episode. Um, I think we can get a little teaser. I, I, we're 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 up against it. Uh, I'm going to crack a beer real quick. Uh, I'm going to crack a, a beer to go along with my cup. Uh, Ludlum Fish Alley. <clears throat> there you go. There's nice. your plug. Um yeah, I'll play coffee or tea or, uh, or, or be with me. Um, just because we, we have, we have Al on the show and he's a coffee roaster. 
Should I go crack another salt and see? If that's what you want to do, man, we have a we have like ten minutes left in the podcast. I could crush one of those in ten minutes. I I, I believe <laughs> in you, buddy. Does she have a, a Pontiac Solstice? <laughs> I bet you she rented that specifically for the video. Ooh, it's a it's a, well, it's 2012. I guess Pontiac might have still been a company then. But <laughs> Dan, this is why we are the best best friends podcast in the world because I watched this video and I was like, who rents that fucking car for a Pontiac for a music video? A like I know Pontiac she's Solstice. She, that's not her personal car for sure. Oh, by the way, look at the license plate, Texas, nailed it, fucking oh, nailed it, bro. Um, yeah, I. I uh, no, I thought the exact same thing. Like I, I looked at it, Pontiac. I didn't even think about Pontiac Solstice, but I was like, this is such a, like a douche, a douchebag car to get. I, yeah. I, was the, is the Solstice a rag top or is that the hard top convertible? No, there's like, there's a, there's a convertible part that goes over it. I believe it pops out of that, uh, right. pops it's, out of that. It's a hard right top there. though, right? I think it is. Yeah, I think it's that a was hard part, top that goes over. I think that was part of like the hard top craze. It's got that ugly ass fucking silver grill on it, though. And Dan, I hope we Dan see it and Tom's this. auto talk. You know, it's not. <laughs> it's not fly like a G six. Yeah, not. no. There's it's not. It's a solstice. Yep. And yep. Uh, let's get into it. Let's do it. Ugh. Wait a second. Are we at still at one two five time? We are. All right, we need um, a little bit of audio here from the uh, for us. Oh, you guys aren't getting it. Yeah, we're not getting it. Um, yeah, I gotta go back to yeah. the beginning, homie. It stopped my uh, stopped my audio uh, audio sharing there. So I still don't know why it does it does that. <clears throat> anyway, here we go, Lisa Gale. You could have went the whole time and just. I, I should have said, man, it sounds like shit. We should probably end the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> really thumping that bass. Woo! Always with the turquoise jewelry. I know. I bet a, she claims that she's one third Cherokee. That was a solid Ric Flair move. I'll get it for that. She looks like Ric Flair in drag. I know. This is the same goddamn song. Don't you try to play tricks <laughs> on me. It's like a Ric Flair sister, Trish Flair. Good God. Look at her. Look at look at her 2005 uh, Karen glasses. Oh, no. She's like, I look just like J-Lo in these. Dude, I'm, I'm pretty sure Cisco <laughs> wore those in a music video. Oh, yeah. No <laughs> matter what you choose. You've got my heart pounding. I want you around. And let's get She's wearing the same clothes. Did she shut down a city block for this shitty music video? Yeah, this is um, like, sh- sh- look at her. Sh- look how old she is. She gets up early. This is like 530 in the morning. <laughs> This is just before Sunday morning airs on CBS. You gotta hurry up and get home to it's watch so, Meet the Press. Everyone, <laughs> it's just all awkward positions. Like, look how she. Who's 
dance like that? I don't know. It's not natural. You know, white people at weddings dance like that. That's true. Oh, it's definitely Maxwell House for sure. So, uh, so Al, if you had to wake up next to that in the morning, <laughs> but she was holding that coffee, would you still do it? Um, for that cup of coffee right there. God no. You listen. Bad <laughs> right, day. But like, don't Al, me. Al, right? is that yeah? Is that Maxwell House or Chock Full of Nuts? What do you? Which one do you think? Ooh, yo, that's probably okay. So here's the thing, right? So that's on set right now. Mm-hmm. That's probably some Sanka shit. Oh, or like one of those, like uh, the little, um, like the Folgers instants that come in like the little, uh, you know, the little it's, like Pedialyte packets that you can. You know, she don't. She don't have no. She don't have a coffee maker out there. No, no, she's just uh, dunking that. She's dunking that cup in the fountain, and then pouring it. instant packet in. I'm she, talk to everybody like that from now on. She's for sure listening to the backtracking, <laughs> right? Uh, coffee. I'm gonna choose coffee. Coffee. Yeah, yeah coffee. Yeah. Coffee. Yeah. Coffee. yeah. Uh, my care. answer. Anything. That's the sweet release of death. I don't know. <laughs> Can I have tea uh mixed with rat poison, please? Oh god. <clears throat> Um, I can't answer you, lady. I just took a bite of my cyanide pill. <laughs> um, so before we get out of here, uh, <laughs> um, I, I'm going to show you. We're going to. I'll give you a little taste of my my girl humpback chunk. Um, to give you a little taste of what we were talking about. Before. Yeah. Um, right. But uh, before I do that, Dan, um, there will be more Lisa Gale. There's a a vast library that we have not even tapped into yet. How how much? <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, about three seconds. It's a lot. It's a lot. She did a corona yeah. dude. She did a coronavirus song where she Lisa. she did it karaoke version, but she didn't even buy the karaoke song. She just got the real song and sang over it. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting into that. All right, oh so here's humpback chunk to to get us out of here. We got it on normal. Yeah, this is normal. I'm gonna give Al a taste at normal speed. This is a thousand times better. Yes, I agree. But the the production is way better. I did forget how confusing her body was. <laughs> it's it's it doesn't make much sense. Like her, she looks like Maui from Moana. <laughs> less muscular, but you know you get the point. Um, she looks like yeah, she looks like Maui with like a case of the the HIV. Yeah. Um, she's got real real slender shoulders, but a real broad neck. Well, one. Yeah. She's got multiple necks. Um, That's, this is. I
I like how she has the uh, the music note tattoo here, like a like a I killed somebody teardrop. <laughs> I I missed that one. I was looking at what is her. Does her you get spaghetti? You get spaghetti. <laughs> I I want to investigate further, but if to do to do that, my face is going to be like right in the camera. watching. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> I can't. Oh. You get you get people that's you get people that's <laughs> go on. Oh my god! I need to find out what that says because it looks like it says spaghetti, and I'm <laughs> you get spaghetti with meat sauce, no sausage, <laughs> something like that. You get you get you get people people getty with meat sauce. <laughs> Italian joke. I'm telling you, I can't take any more of these. <laughs> you get spaghetti, no veal, no grated parmesan, no veal. Yeah. Oh my god, I, I haven't had veal in so long. God damn it! Now oh. I'm hungry. Yeah, turn it up to one two five. Show, yep. show them how it's show right. them, show, yeah. them, show them the realness. All right, the realness. That's subtitles. We don't want subtitle playback speed. There we go. Wait, are you sure we don't want subtitles? Oh, I'll throw subtitles on. Oh, we only get Portuguese <laughs> for I get real big in Brazil, I guess. I gotta brush up on my Portuguese. Yeah. Like this sounds (laughs) (laughs) How many of us have stood behind this At a 7-Eleven at 2 o'clock in the morning (laughs) All we wanted were taquitos But she had groceries for the week in her hand (laughs) Wow She looks like she's about to fall off a wall And all the king's men are going to put her back together again That's that's just I'm going to say that's interesting yeah, what were the big things called in uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy? Oh, I made that joke when we first w- watched it. Uh, yeah. The um, <laughs> fuck, what are they called? I made the uh, joke and I knew the reference. I had the reference. I know. Um, I just felt it just came back to me. Yeah. Um. Yeah, sh- dude, she's got Hank Hill butt. I'm gonna <laughs> turn her into a squishy human. It's I'm gonna yeah, sh- she's like a triangle, man. I'm going to turn you into an egg shaped human. Egg. Be more like an egg shape. Yes, but yep. the song title does not have two T's. Interesting. What's up, Dan? Sorry, my dog is like freaking out upstairs. I'm not, I, I have no idea what she's doing. She's just running around like yelping. All right. Well, um, <laughs> we're about to uh, we're 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 about time to cut it off. Uh, not uh, you know, pun intended. Um, <laughs> this is our cutoff notice. <laughs> oh, this is a great cutoff. Yeah, I'm a I'm a profession now. Um, yeah. So. Uh, let me get rid of humpback chunk out of here. Jesus Christ. Uh, <clears throat> so 
Yeah, uh, that, that's the podcast, man. What's up? I said today hooks today. I'm still staring at it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Are you guys still seeing uh, seeing everything? Cool. Um, <clears throat> so uh, yeah, that's the podcast. Um, we're right around the time that we we've been trying to nail of that uh, two hour mark. Um, yeah. Yeah. So. Right. Uh, Al, thank you for being on. Um, hey, yeah, we, seriously, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate you coming on. Um, um, Dan, you want to go through our uh, our stuff? Yeah. So um, obviously we want you guys to subscribe, rate and review to the podcast. Um, if you're listening to us, you're probably already subscribed. Um, if this is your first episode and you are hooked... Yeah, start subscribing. Uh, leave us a rating um, because that's how we're going to show up better on the algorithm for you know Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all those places. Um, leave us a review too. Um, I'm waiting for those trashy like reviews. I want like I want you to give us like a five star rating, but like just tell us how much of pieces of shit we are. Yo, just give us give us something that we can read on the podcast where I can get a good laugh. Get out our of it. get our yeah, algorithm got- up there so we can get above those West Coast douchebags. You know, <laughs> because, you know, um, unlike, unlike some other breweries in the area, we're not going to turn our comments off. So no nah, comments always on. We, we welcome all comments. So even if they're bad. Episode so hard. <laughs> um, social media, uh, Instagram and Facebook is, um, at best, best friends pod. That's at best, best friends. P O D. Thank you, Tom. Uh, email is best, best, best friend or best, best friends pod. That's best, best friends. P O D. Break it down again, Tom. <clears throat> all right. And that's all we have. And I have one more to play. We need to figure out a way to incorporate more plugs in here. More P O D plugs. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Al, um, you can follow Al uh, on Instagram at Pints and Pucks. That's P-I-N-T-S-A-N-D-P-U-C-K-S. Hit me. Uh, you have anything? Do you have an untap? Uh, yeah, I do. It's the same name. Same name, at Pints and Pucks. At Pints nice. and Pucks. That's easy enough. Um, man. Starting the, uh, the, the, I can't forget it. Never mind. Fuck it. I'm done. Trash evil genius. Uh, <laughs> f- fuck imprint. Um, yeah. Um, Dan, you have anything else? Do you have any plugs, Dan? I don't have any plugs right now. <laughs> Listen to Grayson. They're all right. <laughs> Listen to my band. Oh, yeah. Dan, Dan, we didn't talk about music at all. I'm kind of disappointed in that. We'll have you, you back know, on, man. We're a trash beer podcast, man. If you want to, if you want to slide in my DMs and talk about some tunes, man, I'm always, Do you always have an, looking. I've been looking at the whole the whole podcast. Do you have an Avenged Sevenfold uh, tattoo? No, it is not an Avenged Sevenfold tattoo. <laughs> it, is, it is just, it is just the skull with that one. That's it. So <laughs> How many people ask you that on a daily basis? Everybody, I, I've gotten that so many fucking times to the point to where, like, I almost want to get it covered up. Listen, like, <laughs> listen, Event Sevenfold had one cool album. <laughs> listen, I, but I don't. I, it's not a goddamn Event Sevenfold. <laughs> look, you know, like, look, you hear no evil, see no evil, speak no evil. Like that one wasn't there. 
God damn it. <laughs> no, I just, yeah, man, uh, I'm just I was staring at uh, your Ben Sevenfold <laughs> tattoo this entire oh episode. You know, I hate the both of you. Yeah. Well, <laughs> That's about as good a place as I need to get out of here. Uh, Al, we appreciate you. Thank you for coming on. Try not to lose you. Oh, sorry. Just saying Avenged Sevenfold here. (laughs) You guys, thank you again. I I really. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, you guys are great. And I would love to be back any time you all need it. Um, For sure. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, we do have, a, another, it stinks coming out. Um, lockdowns, uh, loosening up and, uh, we're, uh, we're, we're, we have some stuff in the work. Um, we have a very, uh, I think we have a very special episode coming out next week. Um, another first for the podcast, very fitting for the 20th episode. Um, I think we'll, we'll release more info closer to the date that we record. Uh, but keep a, keep an eye out for that. And, uh, yeah, it'll be dropped on Instagram and you can follow us at best, best friends pod. That's at best, best friends P O D. I ran out of, <laughs> I ran out of clips. Um, <laughs> Uh, All right. And guys, uh, always remember Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos. Videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Clang out with little lunchbox. Become a cluggalette. A cluggalette. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy. And this podcast is both. So it's all for me. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Cindy Crawford's a fan. How could you go wrong? So many pods up there were influenced for me. Epstein is still alive and listens to best best friends pod.